Well, today I'm going to talk about getting out of your comfort zone. I'm going to give you eight keys to getting out of your comfort zone. Welcome to the Prosperity Rx Podcast. This is Keith Abel with your prescription for prosperity. This is a podcast where I give you hope. I show you the path to build a life of health, wealth, and prosperity. To build a life that you don't need a vacation from. Folks, we've all messed up by believing some of the prevailing wellness and money myths in our culture. The turning point in your life, however, comes when you're willing to own up to it, to take your health and your finances into your own hands, to claw your way out of whatever's holding you back and never live in that lie again. Let me ask you, what good is your wealth if you have poor health? And what good is your health if you have no wealth? If you're willing to own up to it, to accept that you do have the power to change your circumstances, and that you're willing to do whatever it takes, then this podcast is for you. Humorous Josh Billings said, Health is like money. We never have a true idea of its value until we lose it. You truly can change your life and start on the true path for good health, financial peace, and prosperity. So let's get on with the show. And you know we're going to discuss uh, getting out of your comfort zone because your success actually depends on you being able to step away and uh, step out of doing doing the uh, usual uh, what you've. Uh, gotten comfortable with and stepping into something new. You know, the scariest and at the same time the most rewarding thing that I ever did had to do with my the, the very first time that I decided to step out of my comfort zone and, and to just go all in in a completely new direction in my life. It was in 1989. Up to that point, my professional life had been centered around marketing. You know, starting in my junior year in high school, I, I worked in retail sales uh, to my very first corporate job with AT&T in the business marketing department uh, to even the part-time side gigs that I was doing back then in telemarketing. And even my first uh, venture into my own business ownership was in the insurance and financial services industry. Everything that I'd done from that point uh, was all had to do with marketing in one way or another. But this was in 1989 uh, with my wife and my brand new daughter in tow. I took a leap of faith. I decided to step out of my comfort zone to, to enroll in college. But I didn't pursue a degree in marketing, which probably would have made sense because of all my experience up to, up to that point. Instead, I jumped into a science-based program. And, and up to that point, science was never a part of my education beyond just the bare minimum that I got in high school. I mean. It was just very minimal. If you look back at my high school transcripts, while I was a, a decent B student, science was always one of my worst subjects. I mean, it was the it, it was the, the subject where I got my worst grades. I mean, in chemistry in high school, I actually got a D. And here I was choosing to burn the bridges behind me and, and to do something where chemistry was a major part of the university studies. You know, my high school curriculum had been in marketing and in mathematics, and I was good at both. But here I was leaving the field that I knew so well and walking away from my job and, and committing to a chemistry-based six-year university curriculum so I could become a pharmacist. And you know what? You know what? It, it was the best decision I'd ever made. It was the most rewarding thing that I'd ever done up to that point, and it was the most difficult thing that I'd ever done in my life as well because I made such a drastic leap in faith about myself. Uh, you know, I now know that because 
of that drastic leap of faith and and how success much success I had with it. I now know that I could do anything that I set my mind to. And ever since then, I've made the decision on multiple occasions to step outside of my comfort zone, to learn new skills and to gain new experiences. You know, personal growth and development has been a major part of my life ever since. And, and I'd argue that the most pivotal step in maximizing personal growth is leaving your oh-so-loved and your deeply adored comfort zone. As soon as somebody finds the, the strength to recognize that the path that they need to take to, to exit their comfort zone and, and, and act upon that realization that their potential grows at that point, it, it grows exponentially. To lead a life that does not challenge expectations or, or, or to lead a, lead a life that doesn't challenge your beliefs is to lead a life that's devoid of greatness. And if that statement offends you, then I suggest that you reflect on what factors in your life are your per, or that, that you perceive as mechanisms of self-protection. And at the same time, recognize that they're holding you back from confronting an obstacle and, and ch a challenge or a goal, holding you back from growth. Taking time to reflect on how we limit ourselves, whether it be socially, physically, or in our careers, can allow us to develop plans to push ourselves into you know, the difficult, but at the same time, most rewarding actions that will elevate us to a new level. By taking small steps outside of our comfort zone to reach certain goals each day, you'll, you'll find ways to, to overcome you know, you'll, you'll find ways to uh, get more excited about life and get excited about those seemingly impossible goals and dreams that, that you can actually achieve. I truly believe that if a person has the will and the desire to make something happen, they'll do whatever it takes to achieve that goal, and it can't be stopped. Human beings are powerful and capable of healing, learning, and, and thus can grow in the optimal direction throughout their entire lives if we're self-aware and willing to put in the work for our dreams. The less time that we spend complaining or just thinking about what we should be doing and the more time we spend being the person that we desire to become, the more success we're going to find. While it most certainly is not always easy to be the best version of yourself, to put in the extra hours at the gym or the library, output, the outcome of doing that is tremendous. For the person struggling to find the motivation to work harder or go longer or pursue a big idea, I ask you to look at yourself as your most precious investment. You're the most valuable asset and it's your duty to maximize your skills. Ultimately, we can't rely on anyone other than ourselves. And if we're all accountable to ourselves, that voice in our head that asks us to do more and be better, even when it isn't easy, is something we've got to listen to. A healthy amount of, of, of discomfort is required for growth. You, you, you can't remain in the same place, repeating the same patterns of behavior, and, and expect to evolve. There's always a, a way to be better. And I'd also advise you to appreciate all your efforts at the end of each day and, and give yourself time to decompress. You know, balance is key, but Disguising laziness or fear of work uh, as, you know, disguising that as your downtime 
is self-sabotage. So get out of your comfort zone. Your success depends on it. Fear is natural and it's an essential part of growth. Every time we consciously choose to step outside of our comfort zone, the next uncomfortable thing becomes a little bit easier. Make the brave decision that the time has come for you to take your first bold steps, the biggest future you've ever imagined, however far off that beaten path and however uncomfortable that path is, it's going to take you towards your success. I want to give you today eight keys to help you get out of your comfort zone. Number one, you've got to move towards your fears. Things I'm afraid to do are often the things that have had the greatest potential to expand my life. Now when I, I feel fear, it's usually an indicator that I need to do that thing that I'm afraid of. If you're not ready to take the big leap, take baby steps. You gotta start somewhere. Making a commitment to lean into to, to it each day has been really uncomfortable at times for me, but it's also been responsible for a lot of the great memories and, and deep level of personal satisfaction. It could also contain opportunities for both personal and professional growth. Number two, take it one step at a time. You, know, you, you might think it sounds less ambitious, but moving out of your comfort zone doesn't happen all at once. You've got to take time to evaluate where you are and plan where you want to go next. And then you, 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 you've got to take a, a step into that new direction. That's how you develop momentum and keep yourself moving on to the greater opportunities and, and further get out of your comfort zone. Number three, you've got to allow yourself to be vulnerable. You, you can play it safe and always do the predictable thing, or you can push the envelope a little bit and go for maximum growth. Moving out of your comfort zone is bound to make you feel a little exposed at times. That's a crucial part of the process. You're going to feel afraid, but moving forward, even while knowing that failure is a possibility, helps you set new and higher bars for your goals and move you into your zone of courage at that same time. Number four, find a role model who overcome the big hurdles that you want to overcome. You know, getting out of your comfort zone is easier if you know somebody who's paved the way and, and learn from them. Uh, get, having a role model and a mentor is something that, that I've, I've done for many years now as I want to grow and expand my life. Number five, create major concrete goals and then break those down into little incremental ones. The most important benefit of setting a goal isn't achieving your goal. It's what you do and the person that you become in order to achieve that goal. That's the real benefit. Goal setting is powerful because it provides focus, you know, a, a laser light. It shapes our dreams. It gives us the ability to hone in on that exact action that we need to perform to achieve anything and everything that we desire in life. Goals are great because they cause us to stretch ourselves and to grow in ways that we, we've never done before. In order to reach our goals, we've got to become better. You know, life is designed in such a way that we look long-term, yet we live short-term. We dream for the future, and then we live in the present. Unfortunately, the present can't produce very, it can produce a lot of obstacles, a lot of things that get in our way. But setting goals provides long-term vision in our lives. We need powerful, long-range goals to help us get past those short-term obstacles. Fortunately, the more power that we have in our goals, the more we're going to be able to act on them and guarantee that they'll actually come to pass at some point in our future. 
Number six, you want to get over your intimidation and hang out with people that are more successful than you are. And that's, again, it goes back to having a, men a mentor. You know, just think about when you play golf with tougher golfers or my, my favorite sport is bowling. When you bowl with people that are better than you or you play tennis with people that are better than you, we're going to get better. We may not achieve the same level of success that they are, but just the fact that we're with those people will help us get better in what we do. If we hang out with, hang out with the low-scoring uh, friends, uh, the low-scoring bowlers in my case, you're destined to remain mediocre, mediocre because you, want, you, you see their success and you want to emulate the success of the people that are around you. Number seven, make friends with people that are outside of your industry. Hanging out with someone whose work is completely different than yours offers a great opportunity to learn about new things, get a different perspective, and increase your circle of influence. And then number eight, become a mentor. You know, an executive can mentor a mid-level business person. That's, that's what we expect. But a college freshman can also mentor a seasoned professional. I mean, just think of all these college kids that, that know how to use social media. You know, they can become a mentor for somebody that's more seasoned than them. So anybody has, can, can become a mentor. Everybody's got something that they can offer and at the same time learn themselves. Mentoring gives you confidence. It makes you feel good and puts you in contact with other people who can become your mentors. Remember to always keep your mind open to change. Dale Carnegie advises to welcome it, to court it. It's only by examining and re-examining your opinions and ideas that you can progress. Folks, I want to thank you very much for watching this video or listening to my podcast today. And if you, if you enjoyed this, then please share and like it. And look for my podcast on Prosperity Rx uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, the podcast is called Prosperity Rx. And let me just end with this. With all the mergers and acquisitions and downsizing, uh, the new technologies, the switch to a workforce of part-time employment, it's getting more and more difficult for people to get ahead. Folks, I believe strongly in the Dave Ramsey principle of achieving financial peace, and I'm distraught over the number of folks that are struggling to make ends meet. And, I, and I'm making it my mission to help folks achieve financial peace. You've probably dreamt of owning your own business, and I know I always did. The idea of business ownership, you know, it's for you to have financial freedom. To, to have debt freedom and to go beyond that, to be able to live a comfortable lifestyle without worrying about your income, to have time freedom, to be able to take time off when you want. If you don't feel like going into work that day, you don't have to. To have that vacation home or, or just to be able to travel or maybe you just want mom to be able to stay home with the kids. You know, we all have those dreams, but most Americans today aren't business owners. And why not? Well, for most of us, it's because we don't have the money to invest in a business. Many of us are struggling just to make ends meet day after day. And on top of that, most of us don't have an idea of a product or a service to offer. We also just don't want to take the risk to step out of our comfort zone. Or maybe we just can't afford to quit our jobs to start a business because we, we, we need the money every month to live on. I get it, folks. But what if... You really could start a business today that literally could change to give you all that upside potential, all the upside potential from, uh, from being a business owner, a business that can give you that freedom, that financial peace of mind. 
the time freedom of being able to be your own boss and work your own hours. But you didn't have to risk anything to get started. If that were possible, wouldn't that be cool? You know, a business that you can start right now, part-time, so you don't have to quit your job and keep making that income, you know, and keep, you know, working at work to, to provide for yourself, but at the same time work this business in your spare time, creating that side gig income. That's number one. Number two, no investment is required to get started, so you can start on your journey to debt freedom quicker. And next, you don't have to buy products to sell and convince people your products are better than others. Like I said before, no lotions or potions or pills or no magical juices or instant weight loss products like you see people shoving down your throats all day long on social media. You can be positioned in the center of some of the fastest growing services where you're saving consumers and business owners money on services that they're already using. Or maybe you're introducing new services to them that brings new value or a better quality of life. That's what we're doing. Whether we're trying to get out of debt, build up an emergency fund, save for our kids' college education, or like me, save for our retirement, one of the quickest ways to get there is through generating extra capital by creating some sort of side gig income. Start without investing a bunch of money. Start part-time with the upside potential of real business ownership. I want to help you. We, we, we have a track record and experience in the financial backing. I've got a presentation that I'd like to share with you for more information. You know, we're looking for people who want to take leadership roles and help us lead and develop the expansion of our new division. Come see our presentation at aimhighforsuccess.com. Aimhighforsuccess.com. A-I-M-H-I-G-H-F-O-R-S-U-C-C-E-S-S.com. And see if it's for you. Folks, this has been another episode of the Prosperity Rx Podcast, where we share with you your prescription for prosperity. Now's the best time to start taking control of your life. And as a loyal listener, I've put together a free course that you can take that will walk you through the steps of setting up and following a spending plan so your family can also get on the road of financial peace and prosperity. To get that course absolutely free, visit spendingplanclass.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you like and share it. And in future episodes, I'll be covering many topics to teach you how to improve and to take control of your health, as well as topics that encourage savings and debt for you. After all, what good is your health if you have no wealth? And what good is your wealth if you have poor health? So be sure to subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It's ProsperityRx Podcast. And be sure to subscribe to my blog, ProsperityRx.com. 